This podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate delivers the best in geek and gaming gear. From collectibles, apparel, and tech gadgets to art and other epic gear, it's like having Comic-Con in a box. Loot Crate also features individual subscription boxes for gaming, anime, Marvel, and WWE fans, and plans begin at just $24.99 a month. So head on over to cinemageekly.com slash lootcrate, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of What Comes Next, Cinema Geekly's NXT companion podcast. It is Anthony and Jacqueline, and we're back to talk more NXT on the WWE and USA Networks. It's episode 601. We missed episode 600. So, okay. apologies. I mean, I wouldn't say that I missed it, missed it, because uh, I, w- I feel like NXT has sort of been more of a... They themselves have been more of a miss for me lately than a hit, so... Mm, I don't know. I don't remember a lot about episode 600, but there are some I things think, that we should probably talk about. Yeah, I've been enjoying where they're going, though. I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Some of it. Uh, the stuff with Undisputed Era, for sure. Absolutely. Um, Let's, we haven't talked about that one yet. No, the, only, the last huge. thing we talked about was the takeover where he super kicked Kyle in the face. Right. And we missed everything after that. And he interfered with matches, like, and hit Kyle again multiple times. Mm -hmm. Did the old, well, it felt like at one point he was doing the old fake apology, too. Like, maybe he was sorry, but he really wasn't sorry. Because then he low-blowed Roddy. That's right. Uh, so So he's kicked out Kyle. He's kicked out Roddy. Uh... Here's the question that remains. Where the hell is Bobby Fish? Bobby, Bobby Fish, uh, I think, has been thrown into a bottomless pit. Okay. Uh, that's my best guess. We haven't seen yeah. him. And he hasn't He's even gone. been mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares about Bobby Fish right now. That's sad a little bit to me. Like- Actually, you know, for all the times we sort of make fun of Bobby Fish a little bit on this podcast, I do feel bad for him because... I don't know where he fits in in NXT coming back unless he's like a lackey for Adam Cole or something. Um, he's like the last hanger on of the Undisputed Era. Because uh, I don't see him coming back to team with Kyle, even though they obviously have their long history together as a team. But mm-hmm. Kyle feels like he is going off into singles territory. I mean, yes. maybe he and Roddy form like a weird babyface tag team at some point, but I don't know. Yeah. Um I feel like his best bet right now is to come back and sort of be like the, I'm still with you, Adam Cole, like that guy. Maybe. Or he comes back with a new tag team. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Kind of like what Killian Dana and Drake Maverick did. Like, yes. 
get him someone crazy to team up with. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who this could be now, like Dexter Loomis. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Swerve. I don't know. Oh, that could be interesting. No, I, I was feel like they could be fun together. <laughs> I was just I was just trying to come I wasn't trying to think of the best tag team. I was just uh, trying to think of like what would be a funny tag team name with fish in it. Um, I was just trying to pair him with the wackiest possible people I could think of. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe maybe uh, Bobby Fish shouldn't hire me to be his uh, negotiator for future yeah, creative right? decisions. You're the you're the new Malcolm Bivens. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't Ooh. be mad. I wouldn't be mad at that. Maybe he'll go with a, like a Malcolm Bivens mm-hmm. or a Robert Stone. Actually, that wouldn't be a horrible idea. No, maybe. It w- I don't think it would be. Especially Bivens. Um, Bivens is great. Yeah. He just he just said a few things on on Twitter that I'm like I have to follow you now. Like <laughs> um, you're ridiculous. <laughs> so um, okay, so you you said also before we recorded that you wanted to talk a little bit about the main event yes. of episode 600. I did. So it was Karrion Cross versus Santos Escobar, mm-hmm. and it I really liked it. It was yeah. what a a Street, not a street. I don't know what it was. Mm-hmm. It, no rules. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was really, really great. Like it surpassed any expectation I had. I thought it was Karen Cross's best match. Um, really? And I, I really do. I really enjoyed it. And I don't know if it was because he was taking on like Escobar, Wild, and Mendoza all at once because they, of course, entered the mix. Um, but I just thought it went really great and I thought their styles meshed really well and um yeah I I liked it a lot grapple gave it a three and a half for the record yeah it was good mm-hmm. <laughs> um well here we are now uh with episode 601 of NXT and uh let's dive in shall we yeah so Wesley from MSK is hurt I don't know if he's really hurt or not he might be. They're not getting okay. the tag title match yet. Not yet. But storyline is Grizzled Young Veterans interrupt that interrupted MSK during an interview and um, Wesley's hand is broken or hurt somehow be- because he was hit with a chair. So they are not fighting for the title match tonight like they were supposed to. So um, Champa offers up that he and Toothless Timmy... We'll uh, we'll still face Danny and Oni. So a less no intimidating guys. name. Yeah, yeah, toothless to me. So fun stuff. So that's what we open up with here. Mm-hmm. It's Danny and Oni versus Thatcher and Champa. Yep. Um, before the match, hmm. Mm-hmm. As uh, as Champa and Thatcher are getting ready to walk out, um, we see Thatcher talking to Bartell. Mm-hmm. Just to note. Yes. And then when these gentlemen do come out, only Champa's music plays. I don't know what this means, but this is happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess they're like a full tech team. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're a duo now. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, Champa, whatever you want. Timmy and Tommy. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I like it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we get Thatcher and Birch starting here. Thatcher looking to choke out Birch early and then takes him down by the neck. Thatcher now going for the arm. Birch now trying to get in some offense, but Thatcher takes him down again. 
for and goes after that same arm. Thatcher hit Birch so hard he falls backwards into his corner. Thatcher getting in a lot of offense and now Chomp is in. Um, also, extremely glad he's back in pants. Mm-hmm. Um, Lorkin in now too, and he goes right after Chompa's arm, but Chompa able to neutralize him. Chops and strikes, and then Lorkin uses Chompa's beard to take him down um, because it has gotten bigger. <laughs> um, Lorkin and Chompa doing very well against each other. Lorkin gets sent out to the outside. Um, Birch in and also gets tossed out. Thatcher takes down Birch on the outside. Lorcan slides back in the ring for a two. Chompa gets in some big offense with a clothesline and then Thatcher in to also get a giant hit on Lorcan for a two. Thatcher going for the cross face. Lorcan going for the three Stooges offense with the fish hook thing. Um, Birch back in. They try for tandem offense, but Thatcher able to fend off both of them. Thatcher rolls to the outside and Chompa and the ref over to tend to him for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we're back from commercial and Lorkin has Thatcher in a single leg crab. Thatcher kicks Lorkin into his own corner for Birch to come in and Thatcher gets in Chompa and he just unleashes on both Lorkin and Birch and gets a double clothesline to take them both down for a moment. Chompa looking all kinds of crazy. Thatcher back in and just wailing on Birch. Chompa back in and now huge chops. Thatcher in and forearms to the face and then a suplex into a sleeper. Lorkin comes in and just stares down Thatcher. Um, Then Chompa comes in again, um, take down Lorkin, and then they perform synchronized wrestling. Um, Lorkin back in, runs to the corner to take Chompa off uh, the apron. Then Lorkin goes after Thatcher and takes him down. Birch comes in for tandem offense, but Chompa in to break it up. Lorkin gets the half-and-half suplex on Thatcher, and then we still have Birch and Chompa in, so it just becomes complete chaos. Mm -hmm. Birch apparently was legal at some point um, because Lorkin's on the outside. Thatcher crawling to his corner, but Imperium is out, Mm -hmm. staring at the match. It distracts Thatcher long long enough for Lorkin to be legal, and he and Birch to get off an amazing tandem DDT thing for the win. Yes. Um, uh, go ahead. Fun, mm-hmm. uh, a bit chaotic, but um, I thought these guys did really well together. I'm not a big Thatcher fan, but I enjoyed this. Yeah, I thought this was good. Um, all four of these guys are like really hard hitters, not afraid to go in there and beat each other up. Um, mm-hmm. A little wild at times. You're right. Uh, the thing with like the legal man at the end that yeah. was confusing. It knocked a little bit of the the point total off for me but uh all in all i thought this was a good match and they've got imperium kind of still in the mix here um they missed their tag titles so um all of that made perfect sense and uh i gave this a three Ooh. uh wait what was that i think i missed what you gave it oh i gave it a three. Oh, okay excellent and uh grapple gave it a 3.11 we're all in sync tonight mm-hmm. well at least on the first match let's yeah, see for where now. this goes <laughs> yeah some sometimes sometimes we hold steady and sometimes it gets wildly out of control so <laughs> not holding my breath yeah. um roderick strong is backstage and he has maybe his dog tags in his hand or something mm-hmm. um he walks out center stage uh he has a mic uh he's not happy about um he's not happy and he calls out adam cole um 
And I got to tell you, I don't know who dresses Roddy. Maybe he dresses himself. But, like, <laughs> the green pants, good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't love him on the mic. His voice is so, like... Yeah, he doesn't not, have It a, doesn't match. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I know you can't help, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, but Adam Cole doesn't come out, even though, like, he's being asked to or wished out, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But Finn Balor does come out. Mm-hmm. Um, Roddy blames Finn for the breakdown within Undisputed Era. Um Finn's like, I know how to get Adam Cole out here. It's me and you for the NXT championship next week. What? Mm-hmm. Apparently that happened. He can do whatever he wants. Um, Finn telling Roddy he's not a leader but a follower. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just think Finn's going to become the new leader here. Um, he may. He may. Yeah. I just think it just makes sense. Um, it comes to blows and the refs come out to break it up. Yes. So, um, a fun, fun little bit. Doing the big title match um I still I wonder I'm trying to think of why they might be doing it here because they're not really going up against a big AEW show that night uh or anything like that the women's title is also up they announced that the week before that's right well there is I think I don't know when they're making the announcement but the news is out there that NXT is going to be moving nights Mm-hmm. Um, to Tuesdays, which is going to be better for everybody's viewing numbers. Um, the, well, there's supposed to be two announcements this on this week's episode, and I'm sure that's one of them. Oh, that quite that could possibly be one of them. Uh, and I think they're maybe they're hoping to walk away with like a an overall viewers win mm-hmm. on their way out. Uh, I mean, the Wednesday Night War was over a long time ago, but... Oh, it never was a war. It, it never really... Well, NXT, they tried to make it one, but... Yeah, it um, never was a thing. It Like, they had, I believe, one ratings victory, and they had maybe two or three total viewership victories. Mm-hmm. In the... This is going back to October 2019. So, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. It was a, a a battle lost long ago, and it was when they split the nights. When there was a night where NXT ran on a Tuesday and AEW ran on a Wednesday or whatever it was, both shows did much better numbers. Uh, and people were willing to watch both. So, mm-hmm. um, and ultimately, you know, it, it's. It had been discussed before. NXT's sole purpose for going to television was to try to prevent AEW from gaining an audience, and they just failed. So yeah, and here's tell you too. And NXT was so much better before all of this. When it was a one-hour show, I agree. Yes, yes, it's not going. It's not going back to an hour. (laughs) But um, Um, hopefully, hopefully, the rest of the stuff that was good about it before will come back, though. I hope so. But here's what I'm going to say about what really ticked me off about this mm-hmm. announcement about the NXT title being on the line. Yeah. That means that now EO and Tony are probably not main eventing. And I'm no. tired of the ladies not main eventing. And I talk about it later in this episode. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Well, I, I hear you. I, it's I ridiculous. Agree. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Whew. All right. 
uh, we get this weird little segment here where um, Johnny Gargano has decided to take the way yeah. um, to see a psychiatrist because yeah. of Dexter Loomis. Oh, this storyline. It was weird, but here's what I will say. <laughs> yes. Um, Johnny and Candace making a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, theory and Indy being a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it definitely is Stockholm Syndrome. Yes. This is bizarre. But I love... I, like, I, it was very bizarre. <laughs> this is the sort of thing that I really just don't like in wrestling. Um, I Especially with somebody as talented as Johnny Gargano Johnny is. Gargano. Like, we've talked about him before. Like, you've mentioned many times, uh, like, this guy's, like, one of the best actors in the company. He is. And... It's not like comedy. Comedy is, of course, relevant and it's important and it's something that we all need in our lives. And it's not like he's bad at it. No. But he's better at the other stuff and the more serious stuff. And I know that he spent a lot of time at the top of the card doing the serious stuff, but I feel like, like when they turned him heel... They're like, okay, we're going to turn you heel and then we're going to just, you know, demote you down the the card. And I feel like maybe mm-hmm. they demoted him down a little too far. I think too you far. should I think you should still be hovering near the top. I think you should still be more serious. Um Hey though, he's one of the few who who acts like this who gets as much screen time as he does. Yeah. So they're not knocking him down that far. No, he's still a very important character on the show. I just yeah. You know, I don't like. I personally don't like where his character is right now. But yeah, he's he's very featured. I will. I just think it's a very. It's just an odd little storyline. But I did love the woman in this who played this uh, the therapist. <laughs> yeah, she thought they were all idiots. Yes, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Yes. Um, we're back at the championship wrestling center whatever it's called i don't know the oh um, the capital wrestling center capital wrestling center mm-hmm. i knew it was a c um grimes is backstage making changes yeah he's trying to change the name of the cwc yeah trying to maybe buy the by the naming rights perhaps which i thought was great and it goes along <laughs> with my theory that he's gonna one day own this organization um because this is his character yeah. um and uh, Regal comes by though in his Regalist of ways, um, mm. and is not happy um, with what's going on. And uh, he decides that Grimes needs a match tonight, and he's gonna face uh, Bronson Reed. Yes. And and Grimes trying to buy his way out of it, and man, Regal just cannot be bought. Yeah, remember when Grimes said that he had so much money now that. Regal could like never force him to do anything ever again. No, I don't remember that. He did. He did say that. <laughs> it was the. It was the debut of the. Like he was in the ring and he had like a bunch of money. I think he was making like uh, snow angels gotcha. and the money or something. Um, but yeah, Dad. Uh, I mean, look, Jacqueline, you're not the only one who forgot about that. Clearly, the people who wrote this episode also forgot about it. <laughs> And uh, Regal was just, he could not be bought off here. And Cameron Grimes was resigned and was just like, okay, fine. Thing. William Regal, though, like, Grimes is like the child, though. Like, where, you yeah. know, like when it's like, you can't tell me what to do. And then the parents, like, watch me. Like, and that's more <laughs> where I feel like the relationship yeah. is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. For sure. Uh, 
we get uh, Aaliyah versus Ember Moon next. Mm-hmm. Aaliyah coming out with Jesse Kamea and a glassless Robert Stone. I don't know how I feel about it, but it, it's a choice. Yeah, that's weird. Um, Ember Moon, Ember Moon, excuse me, coming out with Shotzi Blackheart. Um, and uh, Robert Stone looking like he's going through some things as he sees Shotzi coming out. He also be a really good actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, match starts and Aaliyah goes after Ember's arm, but Ember counters everything. Uh, now Ember going for Aaliyah's arm and then a few hip tosses. Now both going after each other's necks. Aaliyah able to shoulder bump Ember down down and then a big hit to the face ember saying do it again like pointing to her cheek um and alia tries to but then uh, ember gets alia up for a slam and then she just tackles alia to the ground and both ladies roll to the outside robert stone um trying to recruit ember which i mean hey why not mm-hmm. um alia goes to fly onto ember but ember catches her and then winds up taking alia down on the outside Rolls her into the ring for a two. Aaliyah gets Ember face first into the turnbuckle and then a large kick for a two. Aaliyah going for a submission now. Um, and uh, then Ember goes to take down Aaliyah, but she flips through and onto her feet. Uh, but Ember uses it as an opportunity opportunity to get a hurricanrana while she's laying on her back from the mat. It was very impressive. Yes. Ember now just picking up a ton of offense and a spine buster for a two. Both women on the ropes, and Ember just tosses Aaliyah down to the mat. Robert Stone up on the apron to distract the ref. Jesse goes to interfere, but not able to do anything because Shotzi comes over to take them both out on the outside. Um, Ember's still on the ropes, which means she's able to hit the eclipse and get the win. Mm-hmm. Um... I like this. I thought it was good, not great, um, but definitely fun. Um, so. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't enjoy it a bunch. Um, I thought, I mean, it was mostly a, a kind of a showcase for, for Ember Moon. Although, um, Aaliyah's take of the Eclipse was really good. Yes. Um, I thought that was excellent. And I, it didn't quite... Uh, I'm curious. I think we might be way off the way you sounded like uh, how you were talking mm. about this. I only went with one and three quarters. Oh, well, I went with a two and a half. So, oh, yes, wow. we're way off. Yeah. Grapple one and Grapple gave it 1.58. I didn't think it was that bad. They thought it was worse than me. Uh, wow. Yeah. I just, I thought, I thought, uh, I thought it was fun-ish. But yeah. I don't know. I like. I'm not. I well. I've never really been sold on Aaliyah, but I do not, like Ember Moon. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I'm good. I'm. I've said my piece. Gotcha. I do like Ember Moon, but like I'm a big Robert Stone fan. I think is really what it comes down to. Yeah. Oh, I mean, and oh. he's excellent. He's great. So. All right. Fine. Um. <laughs> moving on. Sorry, not McKen- sorry. Mackenzie's bats backstage talking to Thatcher and Champa. Thatcher has a past, and Imperium keeps bringing it up. And Champa saying, "It is the past. And that's it." Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's. I think your past becomes your present, as we've all seen. So, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> really, though, it, do yeah, you think Thatcher knows when Walter's coming? I feel like that's what we're just all waiting for, right? At this point, like he should, right? At some point, come in. Like it only makes sense. I like feel clearly, Eichner and Bartella, I don't think ever left the states, even though they supposedly did. Wolf is here. I mean, yes, it just makes sense. 
Agreed. No, they should. So, yeah. Make it happen. Oh, and it makes sense that Undisputed Era is breaking up because they can't have two four-guy heel teams. Too much. Yeah, no, yeah. Yep, no, I, I agree. It. I get it now. Okay. I just I just played that one out of my head. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> we get a great video package with Tony Storm and Io Shirai. Um, and uh, because they're going up against each other next week. So nice hype video here. Um, I, lo- I love Io saying that she respects Tony but doesn't like her. Um, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited to see them next week. But again, I'm sad that this won't main event now. So. Yeah. I mean, maybe it will. Maybe they'll surprise us. But I'm not counting on it. I know. that. No, I'm disappointed too many times with this. So not not giving my hopes up. We get a women's tag title match, which other thing we we missed was the uh, the awarding of the Dusty Cup. Yes. And I feel like it's worth mentioning that MSK are fantastic about with like their reaction faces, mm-hmm. like eating popcorn and um <laughs> Yeah. It was great. But again, this match should have been a main event tonight. Mm-hmm. It's a title match. Major title match, yeah. But because it's the women, apparently, they can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm on, like, my high horse here. But it's Women's History Month, and I'm going to do what I'm going to do. No. By all means, please do. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very angry about this. <laughs> no, um, I mean, it, it makes sense. I feel like actual title matches should headline shows. I know right? that Finn Balor was in the main event, and he is the NXT champion. But it was a non-title match. I know it was part of a bigger storyline. I get it. But you do have the Dusty Cup winners who won a tournament to get a shot at the Women's Tag Team Championships. I feel like it should be a bigger deal than middle of the card on an NXT. So I agree with you. This should have opened or main evented. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. My my vote is main eventing. And I am sad that it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to be quiet about it until I get an apology. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't love, I didn't love this match, but I still that doesn't that doesn't have any bearing on where it should have been placed. I don't think, but with that, given its importance, I, I guess I'm gonna have liked this better than you. I just get my score again. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Um, Shayna and Dakota start, um, but then Nia tags in very quickly before anything happens. Nia just tossing Dakota around the ring, mm-hmm. and Dakota flying and taking it like a champ. Yep. Um, Shayna comes in and runs Dakota into the turnbuckle and slams her down to the mat. Shayna going um, for the fingers and then the arm. Dakota gets up and slaps Shayna in the face, then an elbow, and Dakota just firing all cylinders all of a sudden, but not for long, as Shayna is able to get Dakota out of the ring. Raquel in to help Dakota, and then Shayna... and they get Shayna down, and Dakota goes to take Shayna down on the outside. But Shayna goes after the leg to put Dakota face first into the apron, and then drags her onto the floor. Um, Nia jacks back in, and she has Dakota's knee behind her neck, um, and just circling her around the ring. It just looks so nasty. Um, Dakota able to get some space, and Nia does it again, and then swings her face first into the turnbuckle, um, and is able to get a two. Dakota goes to fly, but Na- um, but Nia catches her. Shayna in and takes Raquel out. Uh, Nia drops Dakota, and then Shayna goes for a running knee with a 
cover broken up by Raquel. Dakota trying to get to Raquel, but Shane is in the way, and Dakota finally able to. Um, and now she's in with a huge drop kick and then two big slams. Raquel with a spinning slam for a two. I think that's what it's called. Raquel going for a power bomb, but Shayna able to get a knee to the face and over to her side for Nia to tag in. An exchange of blows, and then Shayna tags back in. Shayna looks for the Kirafuda clutch, but Raquel able to power up from it. Dakota's back in, and they go for this really cool tandem offense, and they get a two out of it. Nia breaks it up, but Raquel in um, and takes her out by getting her into the barricade. Dakota goes for a finisher, and Shayna catches her in the Kirafuda clutch. Dakota able to make her way over to Raquel to tag in. Raquel goes to take out Nia on the apron, and she accidentally takes out the ref. Shayna still has Dakota in the Kirafuda clutch, and Adam Pierce comes out. Mm-hmm. I don't know who this man is, but apparently people know the refs on Raw. Um, and Dakota yes. is put to sleep, and Pierce calls it a victory mm-hmm. for the tight ty- for the champs. Um, so here's my take: I think mm-hmm. it's a bullshit outcome, but I just yeah. really want this to be a WrestleMania match because now Dakota and Raquel have a claim for it. So mm-hmm. I- I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with that's where my hopes are going. <laughs> I feel like this was just their way of getting out of it without making Dakota and Raquel look bad or losing mm. losing too cleanly. Well, what I've heard is that NXT may be introducing their own women's tag team mm-hmm. belts. There's been a lot of them. Uh, t- teams, I mean. Yeah. Well, that makes definitely sense to de- me. Definitely deserves. Um, I, I think the women's roster in NXT has the most tag team potential mm-hmm. no yes. um so i thought this match was okay um i'm not a big nia Jax fan um just doesn't do it for me i and i think i've seen her like hurt too many people for me to be like i i always worry when i see her in the ring sure there is a bunch of people in wrestling history that are sort of um, either accident prone to themselves or to others, like not even intentionally. Mm-hmm. It's just a right thing that always seems to happen with them. Um, and uh, I don't know. I just, mm, I, I feel like they maybe had something a little bit during her initial NXT run, but mm-hmm. um, I lost, I, I kind of lost interest after she went to the main roster. I don't know. I've just, I've just not been a fan. I haven't been a fan of the way they've done stuff with Shayna Baszler either. I feel like she should be a much bigger star, but mm-hmm. they're doing what they're doing with her. I like her though. I love that they're playing off the Shayna Dakota story because storytelling yes. matters and they have a long history. They do. And then they mentioned something that Dakota and or Nia Jax was Dakota's first um, opponent in WWE? Yeah, I think so. So I thought that was kind of, so I think it brought it all back. You know, I thought that was kind of cool that they, mm-hmm. you know, that they dug back deep and like it kind of made it a little more storied. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I hated the ending. Um, that hurt. Everyone did. That hurt too. Uh, and I landed on a two and a half. Okay, we're not as far off as I thought. I went okay. with a three. Oh, okay. And uh, Grapple, 2.62. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not as bad as the last one. <laughs> no, that one was way off. 
Um, we're back to the ways therapy session. Um, Gargano was kicked out, but now he's texting Candace. Now the doctor kicks everyone but Austin out to see what's really happened. <laughs> yes. Um, Dexter's just a good guy. Yeah. They just hung out, had fun, watched yeah. watch cartoons. He ate cereal. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a man child. Um, you know what? Nothing wrong with that. Sometimes I watch cartoons and eat cereal too. So you know, though, I believe that out of Austin theory. Oh yeah, yeah. Agreed. Like he probably watches horrible cartoons. Yeah, so, and eats he horrible. Eats the worst cereal as well. I'm sure. Yeah. Whatever I can't that. Think of a whatever cereal. that. <laughs> I'm like whatever that may be in your brain. Yes. Kicks. I don't like kicks. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Even though they are kid tested and mother approved, but okay. They're not my favorite. So. They're not Jacqueline approved. They're not. And that's what's important here. Uh, we get a Swerve video package. He apparently is also a music producer. Yeah. Um, uh, they, and, they never actually say this. Uh huh. It's just he's in a studio, so you have to make the assumption, but he actually is. He does make music. Um, it makes sense. They just never promote that fact, which is weird. They should. Mm-hmm. They should. They should, like, let him... I don't know what he does in music, but maybe he should do everyone's music, like, redo everyone's music. Yeah, he does, I don't like, know. he does, like, hip... Mostly hip-hop, but I think he's done some, like, rock fusion and stuff, too. Um, I've heard a few... I've heard a few things. I think you can find them on the internets. Um, uh, under what name, though? He's had so many. Um, It might be Shane Strickland. It okay. might be. All yeah, right, take something a look. like that. I'm still just gonna call him Swerve because I don't mm -hmm. love Isaiah Scott, so we're just gonna go Swerve. <laughs> still getting used um, to that. Yeah, um, he's not happy with Leon Ruff because Leon has had all the opportunities and Swerve hasn't gotten any. And honestly, I'm seeing his point. So, and also Swerve doesn't care, so you know he's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's his video. Yeah. Uh. Next, uh, we get the stupid L.A. night guy. Again, not in a match, but he's yes. out with the yeah. with a dang mic. And I really was hoping someone would just come out and like knock it out of his hand or knock him in the face. Um, and like he says, he's he's not fancy. So now I know I'm not gonna like him. Mm -hmm. He's not fancy in the ring. Um, I don't know. This was a stupid promo. I guess at some point we're going to see him do something, but not tonight. And then Bronson Reed's music comes on and LA Knight's still out there. And he just stares down and Reed just stares down Knight as he comes out to the ring. Um, that was a little bit of a weird transition. Um, yeah. But yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> then we get Grimes who comes out yes. with new music and uh, sparkly gear. He, uh, he has some rhinestones. Yeah, I mean, you uh, can afford that sort of thing when you're as rich as he is. Right? And uh, he also throws money around like it's nothing as he's walking out. He's trying to pay off Reed as they get in and uh, or as, you know, the, the match starts. And uh, Reed doesn't like that because he just punches him to the mat. <laughs> um, then Grimes tries to pick up some offense with kicks. Um, but Reed catches Grimes and drops him through the ropes to the ground. Grimes trying to take down Reed while laying on the mat, and Reed just falls to sit on his chest for a two. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I thought it was hilarious. 
Um, Grimes with a step up in Siguri and off the ropes um, to that Spanish, that like double Spanish fly in the middle of the ring for a two. So Reed looking very agile in that move. Um, Reed continuing to toss Grimes around the ring. Grimes uh, then trying for submission, but Reed is just not phased. Grimes stomping on Reed's fingers and kicking Reed in the chest while Reed is on his knees, um, trying to keep him down, but uh, it doesn't last very long as he gets up, chops Grimes, and then continues to uh, just take him down to the mat. Reed flies to Grimes uh, in the corner. Grimes tries for a clothesline, but Reed actually is the one to connect the move and flips Grimes. Um, Wade is pro Bronson here, so uh, not sure what's going on, but that's a thing to mention. Um, Grimes takes his hat and goes to leave um, up the ramp, but Reed goes through the ropes and takes Grimes out on the outside. Reed tosses Grimes back in the ring. Um, L.A. Knight is out to yeah. pick up Grimes' hat and takes Reed off the ropes. Um, Grimes able to hit the caveman and pick up the, wi- the win. Yeah. Um, so. I don't care about this L.A. Knight guy at all. Um, uh, I thought this was again I thought this was okay Um, it's a shame that it's okay because I've seen them do much better than okay but such is the reality of doing a a pro wrestling television show Mm -hmm. Um, you don't always get the benefit of being able to go out there and do everything you can do every single night so uh, that's a shame but I still enjoy the Cameron Grimes character um, yes, he's fun. He's still a lot of fun. And uh, on the other hand, I feel like um, a character like Bronson Reed is sort like, I feel like that's somebody that they're like a lot of start and stop with him. Yeah, uh, I agree. Which I don't like and is a bad sign uh, for mm-hmm. a character as well. Um, I landed at two and a quarter. I went two and a half. Okay, so we're really close on that one. And Grapple... 2.19. Okay. So okay. we're all ballparking it there a little bit. We're all about the same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we get a bunch of backstage pieces then. Um, Regal and Pierce are in a heated discussion in a conference room. Mm-hmm. So who knows what that's all about. Um, Casey Cotton Zero is out hurt as part of the storyline. Zia Lee destroyed her, her leg. But I think she was hurt before that or something. Like, this was the way to write her out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but Caden Carter is pissed. Yes. Rightfully so. Um, and she's ready to take on Zia Lee next week. She's seeing red. She's seeing red, but her eyes are bright green. Yeah, so, so it's that's very cool. I was going to say, that's very impressive. Like, you must be really yeah. angry. Yeah. It changed her whole spectrum of, like, vision. That's color. That's yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah. I, uh,. So it's gonna. I think that'll be a fun match next week. <laughs> yeah, um, I think it could be too. Yeah, and then lastly, we get a recap of the Cross and Escobar match. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want that feud to continue, but I know it can't. So we'll yeah. see where those two gentlemen end up. It shan't. It shan't go on. Ugh, it's so good though. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get the third segment of the way. Mm-hmm. Um. Austin Theory recounting his kidnapping experience. It is crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, yep. I don't know, Austin Theory gets upset. And then we find out Gar- Johnny Gargano orchestrated the whole thing. He mm-hmm. made the doctor yep. 
make Austin cry. Yes. Trying to keep Austin under his control. Make him think that Dexter's not his buddy. See, this is not good, so. I'm con- also, I'm confused, Jacqueline. I think maybe I missed something, so I'm hoping you can fill me in here. Um, Indy, Hart- Indy Hartwell, she was not kidnapped by Dexter Loomis, correct? She was not, but. She thinks but he's hot. She thinks he's hot, and she's doing the whole high school thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they're literally the kids. They're literally yeah. Johnny and Candace's children. Okay. They are, yes. Absolutely. Well, okay, then. Mo- moving on. <laughs> Moving on, we ever rises out. Oh my god! Great, and then uh, Breezango comes out in mm-hmm. astronaut costumes, but yes. the match doesn't actually happen because no. Legato del Fantasma comes out to take them all out. Yes, Breeze doesn't even get to take his helmet off, and he goes headfirst into a pole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then of course they run ever rise out of the ring, which you know we're all happy about. Um, Wild has a mic, which I was like, kind of, I was like, what is he going to speak? But then there comes Escobar up behind Everize. Yes. Just taking out both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's the one on the mic. He's mad and he's going to, and basically what I got about it is that he's going to take out everyone who's in his way. Mm-hmm. So look, no. looking forward to that. Probably the most fun part of this, though, was Mendoza's hair. Um, <laughs> I mean, does that bode well for a segment, though, if you're like, this was the standout element? No, no it's not that, because okay. it's just like it just made an impression on me. You know what I mean? It wasn't a standout element. It just okay. something we need to talk about. You just saw it, and you're like, this needs to be, this needs to be spoken about. Okay. It, yeah. Like, I turned to my husband, and I was like, what is this? Like, his hair, <laughs> what is happening with his hair? Like, they have so much oil and grease on everyone else, and his is just fluffy, and I love it. <laughs> but it does not go, I'm like, this is, what's happening? He's, it's like in a boy band. He's the fluffy one. Yeah. So anyway, we just you, you know I like to talk about that kind of stuff. Yes. It's fun. No, I um, um the only thing uh look, it's okay to make Everize look like dorks uh cuz they are. But mm-hmm. I felt a little bad for Breezango. They were sort and this had to be done to rehab Legato del Fantasma because Karrion Cross destroyed them so thoroughly on his own. Uh, Absolutely. which is um, I know you like the match, but it's not a, the best look for somebody who is a champion. Even if it's like a weight class based champion, um, yeah, they still obliterated them kind of bad. Uh, this was sort of their way of reestablishing, oh, yeah. like, here's a reminder that we're still tough, um, but there's still more work to be done with Legato del Absolutely. Fantasma. Like, not in our eyes, we like them as an act, but as like a you know, we're a dangerous group that can take out anybody. Like now they've got a little bit of rebuilding to do because they were kind of taken out by one guy. So yes, yes. I'm telling you, they're going to go up against Imperium. It just makes all the sense. Mm -hmm. They have the same views, but it's different styles and they're going to clash at some point and it's going to be amazing. Jacqueline, I feel like you're the only person smart enough to have realized this about the characters. (laughs) And I don't think anybody in NXT has realized this yet. I, so I feel like I, we're not going to get it for that reason. I feel like you've easily outsmarted them here. <laughs> but like, it's gonna. How great would it be? You have like the the like the super European style, and then the lucha style, just mm-hmm. clashing. Both believe the, their styles to be superior. Yeah. Yes. I like it. And I, I mean, they don't. There doesn't even need to be like a title on the line. Like, I no, just think it's, it's bragging it makes rights. So Who, much sense. Yeah. What's the superior <laughs> style? No, it makes perfect yes. sense. I like it. 
uh, I just, I, this needs to happen. I've spoken other things into existence for NXT, so let's hope this is going to happen too. Um, William Regal's backstage, and all he tells us is that there's an announcement happening next week that will change the landscape of NXT. Coming out of his... Maybe uh, we mentioned one of them already. Yeah, coming out of his meeting with uh, Adam Pierce, though, who knows what that means? Um, yeah, who, all it right. could be anything. Oh, it could be anything. So many things. It could be an right. early War Games match, but I don't, I don't think so. No, we're not there. <laughs> Too early for that. Too early yeah, his, in the year. He's for still, War he's games. still, rest, he's still resting his voice from the last time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it takes a good calendar year for it to fully heal. Yeah. My my favorite part about that, I'm sorry, was when Adam Cole just went, say it. Like, he, he all knew it was coming. Come on, man. It. Like, we're waiting. We know. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Um, speaking of Adam Cole, it's main event time with Finn Balor versus Roderick Strong. Yes. And to signal the true end of Undisputed Era, Roderick Strong coming out to different music with no Undisputed Era garb on. I'm trying to remember if he came out to his old theme music that he used when he was a babyface, but I can't remember now. I, don't I even, didn't even watch it then. <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even remember what that sounds like. It's been so long since he's been like a human yeah. undisputed era. Um, I will say though, glad that they went with the gray and red for him. I think it. I think it works. Mm-hmm. I think it works. All right, this match starts. Um, we get the lockup, and Finn takes Strong down, but Strong's able to match him grapple for grapple. I don't think that's a phrase, but I'm using it. Um, Strong yeah. takes down Finn um, and has him by the neck. Strong getting in some big chops, Finn getting in some offense and goes for the arm, but Strong reverses looking for the stronghold, and Finn reverses into yet another hold. Finn rolls up Strong in this really cool way for a, a one. Finn looking to take off Strong's arm here and then his neck. Um, Strong fights his way up to his feet, but Finn still has Strong by the neck, and he is finally able to take Finn down uh, and then a backbreaker. Strong with uh, big knees and chops. Finn takes Strong down by his arm and then kicks Strong in the face. Finn after the arm again, but Finn looking to pull on... uh, but Finn looking to pull on the neck, but it doesn't quite connect. Mm-hmm. Finn goes for some nasty moves on strong shoulders, and he finally moves away for a moment um, of reprieve, uh, but Finn pulls him right back in. Strong with a power slam while in a hold to get Finn down and finally break this hold. Um, knees and forearms by Strong um, because he's so angry. Um, strong with another backbreaker for a two, and then another one because why not? Um, Finn able to move out of the way of a high knee, uh, and Finn able to get in a submission, and Strong flailing around like a fish, and finally able to get to the bottom rope. Finn with flinging running chops, Strong able to run out of the corner for a clothesline. Strong drops Finn face first on the mat, and then running elbows, uh, then a double underhook powerbomb for a two. Strong looking pretty great here, um, so they're doing what they need to do. Strong going off the ropes, but Finn able to get a sling blade. Finn goes for another move, but Strong able to get the stronghold, um, and Strong gets Finn down for a two. Strong had Finn on his shoulders, and, and as he goes to drop Finn, Finn reverses into a double stomp to the chest. Finn gets another dropkick to take Strong down uh, and connects the coup de grab. Strong is crawling. Finn then able to get the 1916 for the win. Yes. I thought this was pretty great. I didn't know what to expect, but it definitely exceeded it. 
I thought this match was pretty good, too. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I knew this was going to be a good match. Roddy and Finn are both really good. Um, mm-hmm. This is pretty much what I expected. Uh, I really don't have a lot of breakdown for this, honestly. Um, I just thought it was a really good match. And yeah. I wouldn't mind. I, w- I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it again. I, I thought maybe they should... The only critique I might have is not about the match, but maybe they could have preserved Roddy a little bit more for a match with Adam mm-hmm. Cole. But it feels like now I'm not really sure what the whole point of that would be. be like, yeah. like a stepping stone in between Cole and O'Reilly. But yeah, I, I gave this three and a quarter. Me too. Hey, Grapple gave it 3.47. Wow. Okay, Grapple. Mm-hmm. They really yeah. liked it. Yeah, like you've I forget how good Roderick is cuz we've only really seen him in uh yeah. tag team stuff, so yeah. Enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um post match, Adam Cole finally makes an appearance um and he's just staring at Finn Balor. But confusingly, still in an undisputed era hoodie. So. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, yeah. Again, a choice. <laughs> it, I mean, maybe his wardrobe options are limited. It, it, he wears black pants and a black hoodie. You don't have a black zip-up mm-hmm. hoodie that doesn't say Undisputed Era. I don't. I'm so lost. Yeah. Um. Eh, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> for, <laughs> forgive them. Um. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else of note. Um, I don't think so. Uh, The ending saved the show for me. I was not super into this show, but I like the main event. Um, Obviously, we've got a big big show next week. So uh, even though the main event is not what Jacqueline would choose, uh, nor nor would I, honestly. I think they're going to have a great match. But I think EO and Tony are going to have a great match, too. And yep. I really don't see the problem with putting Cole and Finn on first and EO and Tony on last. I agree, but. especially because I, in all honesty, like looking at the matches, I think the women's title is the one that you is the most like questionable of, you know, is, it, is she going to retain or is Tony going to win it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, that's just me because I don't I feel like I feel like I know that Finn is winning I don't I don't feel like Cole is winning the title just yet I um, agree I feel like they gotta do the thing with him and Kyle first mm-hmm um so I do feel like there's a little bit more of could Tony Storm win the championship I feel like there's more of a question there but yeah exactly uh but yeah we shall see uh everybody and for now that's a wrap uh in the meantime though uh you can head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show and of course you can find us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher and spotify just search for what comes nxt hit subscribe and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about more nxt on the wwe and usa networks and just for you jacqueline uh, and well, for me as well. How about we just say featuring Io Shirai defending her WWE NXT Women's Championship against Tony Storm? Just hold your breath.